Welcome to Hooked on Art podcast. I'm your host, Veronica Winters. Today I'd like to talk about several famous artists. They are famous today, um, but I'd like to show you how our personality and ability to social climb or not changes the career path. All artists strive for acceptance and appreciation. However, the meaning of appreciation may be unique to each artist. Many painters want to win in shows or receive recognition uh, via art sales as a fair validation of their talent and hard work. I don't think anyone wishes to perish in obscurity Uh, without the proper acknowledgement of his or her gift. It's interesting to learn that numerous famous artists admired today often struggled both financially and emotionally. Riveted by poverty and seclusion, they lived the creative life in obscurity. Studied in art history classes, admired in art museums, and owned by some wealthy art collectors today, many famous artists were often unknown or underrated during their lifetime. Only after their death, sometimes decades later, they found proper recognition in our society. If you look back at the art history prior to the 19th century, the vast majority of artists worked on public paintings commissioned by the church, the state, and the mega-wealthy. Most of recorded artists were male, with very few female artists immortalized on the pages of art history books. In the 19th century Paris, the Salon was the most prestigious official space to exhibit contemporary realist art. Sponsored by the French authorities, it was the only important exhibition existing in the country. Receiving acceptance into its annual show was crucial to the artist's success in career. The Salon's jury process was controlled by the most talented and skilled academicians who picked the art for the show. The Paris Salon was a prestigious art exhibition held annually and later biennially from 1667 to 1974. It was a major platform for artists to showcase their work and gain recognition. It was very important during the 18th and 19th centuries. And uh, there were several famous artists who exhibited at the Paris Salon, such as uh, Jacques-Louis David, Eugene Delacroix, Angre, Manet, and a few others. Anyways, despite its authority and beautiful art the Academy produced, it resisted innovation in classical art. This time period became a place of change when several new art movements emerged. As the importance of getting commissions from the church and the state waned around this time, it catapulted the artistic creativity and freedom of expression. 
the Impressionists broke away from the classical tradition and became the first modern movement to organize their own uh, separate shows in Paris. Uh, at first they were not uh, popular, but then people caught on to this new idea. Degas was one of the leaders in this organization. In another country, in Russia, Russian classical school of painting branched out to the itinerant movement uh, in late 19th century. They loved uh, to paint common uh, scenes, uh, landscapes in classical tradition. They also called for social change in their art. And so the art world exploded with new art styles and movements. And the traditional academic style of painting was suddenly losing its ground to the Impressionism, Post-Impressionism, Neoclassicism, Romanticism, Social Realism, American Realism, the Pre-Raphaelites, Pointillism, Symbolism, Art Nouveau, and even Photography. It continued well into the 20th century with the freedom of artistic expression captured in Fauvism, Cubism, Expressionism, European avant-garde, Surrealism, Futurism, Dada, Collage, Fantasy, Abstract Expressionism, and so on. If we go back to the 19th century art, although artists became independent, from the state and the church, which um, dramatically changed the subject matter and the painting style, many lived in extreme poverty. The amateur painter Vincent van Gogh struggled both financially and emotionally throughout his life, and only his brother Theo recognized and supported his talent throughout his life. Classically trained Antoine Jean Gross started out brilliantly with his painting Napoleon in the Pest House at Jaffa uh, that he painted in 1804. Um, the artist drowned himself in a river after 30 years of haunting criticism and artistic failure that followed uh, his breakthrough painting. He just couldn't create anything worthwhile or groundbreaking uh, to build up on his initial success with this only painting. An engraver, painter, and poet William Blake was discovered only a century later after his death. And he was a super talented artist. If we look at another one, French realist artist, Honoré Daumier painted most of his life, but received recognition as a painter during his first solo show at the age of 70. Driven by the need to paint, Paul Gauguin abandoned his family, left France, and spent his last years in Haiti. A cocktail of poverty, alcoholism, and syphilis brought him to death at the age of 55. His fusion of symbolic imagery with the post-impressionist style became influential only after his death, discovered and promoted by the influential art critic in Paris. 
By the way, if you are interested in the events and relationship of two famous artists, Van Gogh and Gauguin, read the classic book that's titled The Moon and Sixpence, uh, written by Somerset Moem, because it's based on true events happening between the two artists. One of the most influential painters of modernity, Cézanne, had submitted his art uh, to the Salon in Paris for 20 consecutive years. His paintings were not accepted into a single show even once, which is not a surprise because uh, the Salon accepted classical art only, and you know Cézanne uh, didn't paint in that tradition. Self-taught, uh, the post-impressionist painter Paul Cézanne enjoyed the process of painting in isolation. Out of frustration with introspection and in search of perfection, Cézanne had a habit of throwing away his now-famous paintings, creating art in the country. Like a number of artists, Cézanne had a very difficult relationship with his father, who wanted the artist to become a lawyer. Like so many painters, uh, he got famous after his death. Today, his art sells for millions of dollars per painting. The Gulf nation of Qatar purchased Paul Cézanne's painting The Card Players, the fifth version, for a record-breaking $250 million. One day, the painter got ill after being out in a thunderstorm. Uh, Cézanne spent his last few days of life painting, achieving what he always wanted to do, to paint until the end. So, why am I telling you all of this? I think that innovation is often rejected in the beginning of a big trend. It takes time for the majority to catch up to trends that eventually become mainstream or fashionable. Artist success is really accidental, uh, and that's a life lesson uh, for me, because what I see, yes, it could be a ton of hard work, but mostly it's the ability to social climb or to be able to connect to the influential people in the field, promoting yourself tirelessly. For instance, Salvador Dali was not social, but he kept his career in trusted hands of his wife, muse, and promoter, a Russian woman, by the way, Gala. You know, Dali was a wildly successful man. He worked across continents and mediums to create his art. Another artist, Andy Warhol, was a super successful social climber who recognized the power of celebrity and often depicted celebrities in his silk screens. He socialized a lot, knew a lot of people, and it propelled his artistic career forward. Pablo Picasso knew how to attract attention to his art using his uh, personality and connections. For instance, uh, when he was young, he immersed himself in the Parisian art scene in early 1900s. That was a place already buzzing with artistic innovation and experimentation, kind of like what we see in New York and L.A. today. 
And so the artist actively participated in the art scene. Uh, he befriended other artists and showcased his art in various galleries. This exposure fostered connections and helped him gain recognition within the art community. Later, Picasso took a leading role in the Cubist movement that attracted lots of attention. Uh, the artist also developed strong relationships with some influential art dealers who actively promoted and exhibited his work, uh, contributing significantly to his commercial success and public recognition. So, therefore, while we can admire the skill and creativity of each artist, a successful career is a lot more than just having a talent. Artist's presence in a creative environment, dedication, extraversion, and the support of key, you know, art figures within the art world can either propel the artist to the top or leave him at the bottom of desperation and poverty. Which one do you choose? No doubt being an artist and having a successful art business is a job. It's a, it can be a very challenging job, uh, but at the same time, I'd like to leave you with a hope that uh, it is possible. There are many contemporary artists who do well in the art market and you can simply study their career based on their biographies or connect with them directly to understand uh, how the market works. If you find my podcast interesting for your ears, please review it as soon as you can. And I'll talk to you in my next episode. Take care. Bye-bye.